Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Dan Hanford. Thanks for being on the show again, Dan. Thanks, Whitney. I really appreciate you having me back once again. Yeah, no, our our pleasure. And you can go back and listen to more about Dan and his background and show JBS 1414. He was one of our first guests and we're happy to have him then. And he's had lots of more success since then. And we're happy to have him back and just sharing from his success and experience and Dan is the managing partner of PassiveInvesting.com, an apartment syndication company that has 130 million, 1,300 doors. Dan is also the founder of the Multifamily Investor Nation, a nationwide group of over 9,000, almost 10,000, I think now, elite multifamily investors. Thanks again, Dan. Give the listeners a little about who you are and let's dive in. Sure. Well, thanks again for having me on your show again, Whitney. It's, it's a pleasure and a joy and looking forward to continuing to provide some value to your group. Like Whitney said, you know, you could get more details about my background. You can go to episode WS14. We dove really deep into my background and kind of talked a lot about that. But just kind of a brief overview, I I have a background in business and uh, have five non-surgical orthopedic medical clinics that I own and run. And one of the reasons why I started the multifamily space in the multifamily space, the larger syndication route was because of the tax advantages of multifamily. And I go into that detail a little bit more in episode WS14. So I'd encourage you to go listen to that. But uh, definitely want to mention to you guys about the upcoming summit coming up here in the next couple of days, which is called the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit. It's a three-day online live, not pre-recorded virtual event. You don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home or office to attend. And all the sessions will be recorded though, so that if for some reason you can't attend the sessions live, you'll be able to watch them later. And so for those of you who are interested in growing your multifamily space or investor database, one of the most unique things that we do about this event is we share for all, to all the attendees the name and email of all the contacts and attendees that are attending the event. It helps you build a network afterwards, as well as build up your own investor database for some of the future projects that you put together. So if you're interested in that summit, Whitney will be speaking there as well. So that's be a second time speaking at the event. And you can go to mfinsummit.com and find out more information about the 60 plus speakers that'll be there. And then some of the topics and the, the, some of the things that will be covered at the event. We'll be talking about lots of different things, capital raising, financing strategies, due diligence, how to get started, what do you need to do when you're exiting a project or a deal and, and so much more. So check it out, mfinsummit.com. And for those of you who are interested in that event and you register with Whitney's promo code, which is just Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. If you go there and register with his promo code, we're going to donate all the proceeds from those ticket sales from using that promo code to the LifeBridge Capital uh, nonprofit that Whitney supports on uh, with, with children adoption. So check it out. Look forward to having you there and uh, look forward to seeing you there as well, Whitney. Honored to be back again and speaking there again, Dan. I appreciate that opportunity and appreciate you partnering with us and helping fund children's adoptions. And, and uh, we're grateful for that. But, you know, I just had this thought too about the summit. You know, since it's recorded and you can watch it later, you can watch, you know, so many of those panels and different sessions of all these experts speaking. And I was thinking back to our show, JBS uh, 225, where we talked about uh, meetups. 
you know, think about all the content right there you could have for a meetup, you know, from this event, you know, you watch one of the panels and, you know, well, there you go. There's one, you know, some content for one of your meetups, you know, if you're struggling for content or how to come up with that. That's a great idea. I hadn't even thought about that, but you can definitely use a lot of these sessions as, you know, launching pads or launching points or talking points for, you know, the various meetups and things like that that you do in your own hometown. That's a great point. Yeah. So anyway, just a thought and uh, I thought could be valuable to the listeners. You know, if you're, if you're wanting to start that meetup, but you're, you're worried about the content, well, there you go. Here's a weekend where you can gain lots of content, probably more than a year's worth of content for your meetup. And by that time you'll be, you'll be ready to go. So Dan, you know, thanks again for having you on the show. And let's dive in a little bit about learning this language. You call it a foreign language. And, and I agree, you know, when you're getting started in this business, there's so many things that, you know, when people are talking, it seems like a foreign language in this, you know, multifamily syndication space. And so, you know, help us to get started. Yeah. So with the multifamily space, and even not just multifamily, but even just real estate in general, there is this language that I call that it's called a foreign language, right? And of course, my background is in multifamily investing and then the larger assets through our group. But with the foreign language, you know, when you're trying to learn a foreign language with Whitney, what's the best way to learn a foreign language? Go to that country, go to that place, you know, wherever that's all they speak. And you have no choice but to just immerse yourself, dive right in and that's all you hear. It's exactly right. I mean, the key thing that you just said there was go, you know, because a lot of times people think that they can just sit behind their computer and they're going to be able to learn and be able to network and be able to do all this kind of stuff. And it's not true. You've got to be able to get out, you know, and obviously we have that multifamily investor nation summit. And I thought about doing live events, but there's so many live events out there. And so I decided to start to bring people on to a virtual event, but then we also have a component of our virtual event where we have some virtual networking opportunities at the same time. But the biggest thing that you said there was that I heard was is go, right? So you have to go and you have to immerse yourself in that culture and that language where everybody is speaking the same language. And so you have to be able to do that. And there's a couple of different ways to do that. So obviously going to an event is one way to do that, right? Where you actually are gonna go to an event and you're gonna immerse yourself into the content and I would say go to multiple events, okay? But once you start to go to probably, I mean, you probably have been to just about as many as I have. And so if you go to probably two, three, maybe four events, you're going to pretty much know the content that people are going to be providing at the event. I mean, most of the time when you and I go to a multifamily event, we're not going there for the content. What are we going there for? To network. To network, right? We're going there to network with other people and to be able to meet people. And obviously you go there too, because when you're doing your networking, you get to use this podcast as a, hey, let me invite you onto the podcast. Yeah, that gives you that additional conversation to have with people. And you have immersed yourself in this language because guess what? You have this podcast. So you have this daily podcast where you have like totally immersed yourself in this language. And then you have to ask yourself, what are some other ways that you can immerse yourself in this language? And then I want to talk a little bit too, Whitney, about why you would want to immerse yourself. What's the point of all this, right? So first, you know, we said networking. So yes, going and having, maybe hosting your own meetup, maybe going in and actually going to various events and actually meeting people. Those are some great ways. Another good way to do it is, is to listen to your podcast. You guys talk about a lot of high level stuff. And for somebody who doesn't know the language of multifamily, will probably listen to this, not just multifamily, but the syndication in general. Well, listen to this podcast and kind of go, I don't know what they're talking about. You know, what is this IRR and cash on cash and 
Regulation A and Reg D and you know Tier One, Tier Two fund structures and what is the difference between a fifty million dollar fund and a twenty million dollar fund and which one of the five or six C's and B's can I advertise on versus not advertise and well, how many accredited versus sophisticated investors can I have? So all those things you hear about and you don't even know what an accredited investor is. <laughs> you have to start to immerse yourself in this foreign language of syndication so that you can start to speak clearly about it. And so podcasts are a great way to do that. But every time you listen to a podcast, if you hear a word that you don't know what it means, you should write that down and go look it up because it'll help you learn the language of multifamily. You should go and learn the language to a point where you can start to teach other people about it. And that's actually a good way to do it. Like you mentioned, you know, you go into our multifamily investor nation summit and getting a lot of content for your meetups. That's a great way to do it. Go watch the videos, learn the content, and then try to teach that to somebody else. That's when you really, really know that you, you have learned and you have understood something that so you can actually go and teach it to somebody else. No, that's a great point. If you know you're going to have to teach something, you're going to study it a lot harder. You're going to be thinking a lot different about that material as you're going through it. If you know you're going to have to explain it to others. Another good way to, to teach it is, is to do some of the things that I've been doing in our multifamily investor nation group, just to the group in general, is you know I try to host regular webinars on various topics around multifamily. I'm providing value and giving back, but I'm also learning myself because I'm either bringing a special guest on and asking them very difficult questions and challenging questions. But I'm also doing my own webinars where I'm teaching around certain topics and it allows me to be able to understand how much I know and also how much I don't know at the same time. Right. You know, because the more you start to learn, the more you start to realize how much you don't really know. Hmm. That's a good point. You get some confidence. You, you feel like you're learning a lot, but then yeah, something happens or somebody asks you a question that really makes you think about, okay, wait a minute, I need to dive back into this topic. One of the other things that you can do is obviously talk about, you know, networking, live events, that kind of stuff, podcasts, and then also teaching that stuff with, you know, your own meetup groups and then teaching it with some of your own webinars and virtually and stuff like that. But you can also immerse yourself in this language by learning from, you know, online webinars yourself, you know, attending online webinars. You know, our group, Multifamily Investor Nation, has those weekly webinars that we do so you can have that component. And all of them we put on our YouTube channel. So you can go to YouTube and not just follow us, but follow other people in multifamily and learn from them and learn from them interviewing other people and teaching you about various topics because you can learn a lot. I mean, even bigger pockets, going in there and reading some of those posts and providing some feedback and some value to those people allows you to better understand it because when you first get started in this space, you're going to start to hear some terminology that you you've never heard before. Even if you've got a lot of background in business or finance or whatever, a lot of times you're going to get this information that you have no clue what it is. You know, like what is the rent roll? What is the T12? What's the T3, T1, you know, T6? You know, what are all those different terms? What's the cash on cash? What's the you know, annualized return with proceeds and annualized return without proceeds? And you know, what's the cap rate? What's the LTV and all this other kind of stuff? All these are terms that you should be very well knowledgeable on. You should understand how each of them work so that you can also, when you're doing things like underwriting, you know how to use those numbers to be able to allow you to understand if you're, the deal you're getting into is a proper deal. But also when you start to talk to other people, it helps you understand that a little bit more as well. Yeah, One of the investors other, are going to ask, right? Oh, I mean, investors are going to ask. They may not understand what these terms are. And you know, you at least you need to be able to explain it to them 
uh, pretty well. Yeah. So at the end, we'll talk about a few books that I would recommend. I'm sure you probably have a few books that you Please. recommend too. But what you just said is good because that's a, one of the one of the good reasons to understand this because if you start to put together a deal and you start to have investors call you up and ask you questions about, hey, what's the IRR? And you go, um, I'm not really sure, but I know it gives you, it's like a return number, you know? Well, that's not necessarily the right answer, you know? They want you to be able to teach them and explain it to them because a lot of times these passive investors are going to be new and they are going to ask you, what is IRR, right? And so you have to learn how to explain certain things in a certain way. And if you tell an investor, well, IRR is like your ROI, you know? Well, that's not completely true because it's not. Because if I told you that if you put $100,000 in a deal and you got $200,000 back, is that a good deal? Most people you ask would say, yeah, it's a phenomenal deal. But what if I told you it took me 20 years to do it? Then it's not so phenomenal, right? So that IRR is what bakes into the time component of your calculation of your return. And so you have to be able to explain that kind of stuff to your investors. And you know, the other thing that you have to be able to explain is, you know, not really explain, but speak the language of is, is when you start to talk to and build relationships with other people on your team, like lenders, brokers, attorneys, you want them to start to take you seriously. You have to start to speak that language. And it made me think of a guest that I had on the show and he was telling me about when he started investing in other syndications and he wanted his, uh, I can't remember his, how old his son was, if he was 11, 12 years old, but he wanted to start including him. You know, he wanted him to be in these deals, at least to start gaining some knowledge about money and, you know, how investing works. And, but some neat things came out of that because he would include his, let's say, 11-year-old on this call with his syndicator. And so the 11-year-old had different kinds of questions, right? You know, so there was lots of other questions that came up from, you know, this 11-year-old that he hadn't thought of before, you know, but maybe even more elementary stuff too that he didn't know. However, from the syndicator's point of view, he had to be able to explain it to this 11-year-old so he could understand. And so this person really liked that because then he kind of got to test that syndicator a little bit to say, okay, you know, can you explain it to my 11-year-old so he can understand? That was a totally different dynamic that I, I liked. That's great. I hadn't actually heard of that before. That's a great way to see how well they understand things, can explain them, but also be able to teach your kids at the same time. That's, that's phenomenal. I love that idea. I'm going to steal that one with me. <laughs> it's all right. You can. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, you know, we talk about, I always would say that the person that you need to speak this language to the most is, is definitely your investors, but you know, you won't even need investors unless you can start to talk to them, to your brokers about it. The brokers that are, you know, basically finding these projects and finding these deals for you because these brokers get phone calls all the time from people and they know the moment they talk to them, whether or not they are a big player or a serious player or not by the language that they speak. You know, if they start to talk about certain things and they don't understand it or they kind of are wishy-washy or whatever, and they don't sound very confident or competent on the phone. That's not usually a good thing, right? They don't usually try to take you very seriously because they do, they have to filter out these phone calls that they get because they get so many of them. And so it'll be very hard. I get questions all the time. Well, how do you find all these brokers and how do you build these relationships and how do they start to, you know, go to bat for you with the sellers? Because that's one of the biggest things these brokers do is, is you start to build a relationship with them. They start to know how, how, how you work. They will go to bat for you when they try to go to the seller even if somebody is a higher valuation or how you higher price than you, that's a lot of times they'll talk to the seller about awarding you the deal because they know that, you know, you know your stuff. They know that you're very confident and you're competent. And even sometimes when you've never even done a deal before, they'll do that. If you build that relationship with them and, they, and that broker has to understand and be able to be confident enough 
to do that. And that's all about this foreign language of multifamily or just syndication in general. And Dan, could you maybe give us an example of some, maybe some do's and don'ts just quickly about, you know, we'll just talk about the broker, that conversation. We're talking about this foreign language, some things that we need to definitely know, you know, before we enter that conversation with that broker. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that they're going to ask you is, is what's your criteria, right? And you have to make sure that you give them your criteria. If you just say, oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to find anything you have, you know, I mean, it's not going to fly very well, but if you are very specific. And so our group is very specific. You know, we tell the brokers, we don't look at anything unless it's at least a hundred units or more, at least 10 million in acquisition or project cost. So if you send something to us and it's 99 units, we're not going to look at it. You know, we have a very strict criteria. We don't go outside of that criteria and they know that. Like they don't send us stuff that will just waste our time. You have a 50 unit that's got phenomenal returns. I still don't want it. It doesn't fit our criteria. We're very focused on our criteria. I think that you have to set that criteria up front and be very diligent about letting them know that you don't want to look at anything outside of that criteria. So criteria is obviously, you know, the number of units and the, the actual acquisition cost but also being able to, to spew out, you know, what are some of the, you know, the returns that you're looking for, whether from an IRR driven standpoint or a cash on cash driven standpoint, whether you are a you know, short term hold or a long term hold type of buyer so that they know exactly what you're looking for. And then also letting them know, are you in the B or C class property or maybe even in an A class? Are you looking for more of your core products or are you looking more for your value added products? And then also giving them the vintage of the property and the assets that you're looking for. And so all of those things, like if you just now heard me spew all that stuff off and you have some of that stuff, you were like, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to start immersing yourself with the foreign language of syndication and multifamily in general, because there's a lot of stuff that I just said there that every broker that I talk to understands every word that I just said. And so you have to be able to spew that kind of stuff off and talk intelligently and competently. And you could also tell with me that I was saying that I knew what I was talking about. You could ask me follow up questions about that, you know? And I would be able to answer those back to you very confidently. Yeah, it shows another level of confidence. You know what you want to, just like you said, 100, 100 units plus, $10 million plus, just some other things you said, you know, shows your confidence, shows you know what you want instead of just saying, oh yeah, I'm, I just want to see everything you've got. It's a very different conversation. One other thing to just kind of, you know, dovetail that with is, is the last episode that I was on, which was episode 239. On that episode, we talked about the investor triad, about how you need to make sure that people your investors know, like, and trust you in order to invest with you. Well, guess what? I could also call that the broker triad. These brokers have to know, like, and trust you, right? So if you get them to know, like, and trust you, guess what? You'll have all the deals you want. You won't have to worry about finding your own deals. I like that. Yeah. It's related to every relationship, isn't it? It is. So, you know, help us in learning this language. You know, where do we start? I know we said podcasts and, you know, immersing ourselves with other people that are at a higher level, but maybe even more basic than that. How do I start to learn this language before I'm ready to, you know, go have a meeting with you, Dan, or, uh, you know, with somebody at a much higher level than me and I want to prepare myself a little bit? Sure. I'll tell you what I did. So the very first book that I read on multifamily, which I think gave me a great foundation for the knowledge base, is the book by uh, David Lindahl, Multifamily Millions. And it has a lot of great information in there. He dives into a lot of the definitions. And this gives you a great kind of solid foundation and base of knowledge that you need to have in this multifamily space. I haven't done any mentoring or coaching with David Lindahl, 
I've been to a few of his events, actually, two of them actually. I'm going to another one here in a couple of weeks, but because he does put on some good events. But that was the first book that I ever read in multifamily. And I really feel like it helped me give, a, give myself a good base and the knowledge and a foundation for this space. His space has been primarily in the kind of like the smaller mom and pop space. And so I knew I didn't want to stay in that space. And so I actually hired a mentor. My mentor is Joe Fairless. And so some of you on here might be familiar with him, but he has a book that he published a couple of months ago called The Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. And so I would highly recommend you grab that book. I think it's a phenomenal read. It's a pretty thick book, so you can probably knock somebody out with it. Um, that's how thick of a book it is. But I mean, I will tell you that everything that I learned from Joe, he was gracious enough to stick into this book. I mean, everything. Obviously, you don't get him with the book, which I think is the most valuable piece to it because even now I've been with him for, more, for over a year and every week I'm still jumping on a call with him and gaining knowledge from him and insights from him. And I think that's important for everybody to have a mentor. And the mentor that I was looking for is somebody who was already where I wanted to be. And I knew that I could actually have direct access to that particular mentor. And so those are the two books that I would highly recommend. I'm sure you might have a book or two that you have in your background that you've read, Whitney, that might help somebody in this multifamily space as well. Can you think of any other ones? Joe's book would have been, you know, my first pick as far as learning the space. And he elaborates in so many areas in that book, just helping you get started. I mean, it's incredible the information he's put in there for what, 40 bucks. It's incredible. So yeah, highly recommend that book and obviously Joe's content just for learning, immersing yourself in this business. And I would say that Joe is actually going to be keynoting our multifamily investor nation summit coming up here in a few days as well. So you'll be able to kind of hear from him um, live and ask him questions. There's a, it's a, every single one of these sessions has a live Q&A at the end as well. Nice. Dan, you know, unfortunately, we're about out of time, but any last things you'd like to leave the listeners with as far as, you know, how they can start to learn this language? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the biggest things is diving yourself and immersing yourself as deep as you can in this space. Every free you know, time, moment you have away from work and family and friends, you should be learning this stuff, whether it be when you're working out, listening to podcasts, or all the kids are in bed, or when your wife is in bed, or even your spouse. You, know, you can go in and start to watch some YouTube videos, read some books, listen to books, you're driving down the road, all of that kind of stuff. Obviously, we have our own group called the Multifamily Investor Nation where we're doing webinars on a regular basis. Love for you to join us there. And then also this summit coming up in a few days would be a great space for you to be able to get started. And uh, the nice thing about this event is that we're also going to be donating all of the ticket sales when you use the promo code Whitney to the LifeBridge Capital nonprofit that's helps support the children adoptions. And so you can go to mfinsummit.com, check out the event. We'd love to have you there. You'll be able to hear Whitney speak as well live and maybe even ask him some questions. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want to have a little bit more FaceTime with him, you can do that as well. So that's just mfinsummit.com and using the promo code Whitney. And then finally, if you have some questions for me specifically, you can shoot me over an email at dan at passiveinvesting.com. And if you're interested in investing with us, you can go to passiveinvesting.com and join our passive investor list. Great. Thank you again, Dan, very much for the knowledge and experience you're sharing with all the listeners. And I hope everyone will be at the investor, Multifamily Investor Nation Summit and use promo code Whitney. And I appreciate your support and, and Dan's support in that and helping fund children's adoptions. And then also go to LifeBridge Capital. I'd love to have a conversation with you and uh, help you any way we can. Also go to our Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show, so we can all learn and grow our businesses together from experts like Dan. And we will talk to each of you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.